0: Sean Rima 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071.
1: Well, here we are. Happy Steak Monday to you. It's 7 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Alejandro Mayorkas is a DB. Do we all know what those initials stand for? Uh, accusing Greg Abbott there. You heard the audio there just a few minutes ago. Accusing Greg Abbott of using these poor refugees, these poor migrants who are just trying to get here to the shining city on the hill to start a whole new life. They're their dreamers. And they're escaping oppression and they should not be used as political pawns like Greg Abbott did when he handed Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, that stinking letter on the tarmac in freaking El Paso. Um. Before we get into the letter, let me ask you something, Allie. Can I call you that? Okay. Um. The the people who were downtown in uh, El Paso, living in the streets, uh, with garbage everywhere and uh, basically uh, destroying the town of El Paso. Uh, they they were moved. Wow! Over the weekend, before Biden got there, Myra Flores is really getting good about the, this video thing, and she put out the video of Potemkin Village prior to the announcement that Joe Biden was going to visit. And she uh, remember she put out the video several weeks ago, showing people living on the streets and how awful it is. Well, then she uh, uh, did a split screen and offered. Uh, Potemkin Village uh, after uh, the announcement was made that Joe Biden was going to be coming to El Paso on, on Sunday. Wow, they all went away. Uh, they were cleared out. In fact, there's video of uh, of police officers clearing people out. Uh, so let me get this straight. Greg Abbott is uh, using these people as political pawns, as objects, if you will, by handing the president a letter that very honestly laid out the sitch. And we'll read some, uh, some lingo, some words from the uh, letter here coming up. But packing up a bunch of people and merely moving them to another part of town so that the president doesn't have to see them, and then after he leaves, allowing them to move right back where they were. That's in no way, shape, or form using other human beings as political pawns, yes? Right? what a load of crap what mean the the only purpose for Biden's visit to El Paso which he was here for about 3 hours before he had to get to a really really important summit with uh the president of Mexico and Justin Trudeau from freaking Canada from Canada Uh, you know, I the, the whole purpose of this was so he can now say I've been to the border. That's it. Sit. Well, I've been there. Listen, champ, not a joke. I've been to the border. That that's that's the only purpose. And listen to this. Let me let me read you some of this. Dear President Biden, and he did it on camera. He handed the letter to Biden so everybody would see him do it. So the president cannot, whether he has or has not read it, maybe he wiped his ass with it, I don't know. But the president cannot claim now that he has not been apprised or informed of what's going on. Because understand, prior to this, uh, Greg Abbott has yet to receive a phone call from Joe Biden. They have not talked for two years about this border thing. And so he hands him a letter. Dear President Biden, your visit to our southern border with Mexico today is $20 billion too little and two years too late. Moreover, your visit avoids the sites where mass illegal immigration occurs and sidesteps the thousands of angry Texas property owners whose lives have been destroyed by your border policies. Even the city you visit has been sanitized of the migrant camps which had overrun downtown El Paso because your administration wants to shield you from the chaos that Texans experience Texans experience on a daily basis. We've got 5,000 people coming a day. He goes on, the chaos is the direct result of your failure to enforce the immigration laws that Congress enacted. He goes on to talk about President Trump. The federal government achieved historically low levels of illegal immigration. Under your watch, by contrast, America is suffering the worst illegal immigration in the history of our country. Your open border policies have emboldened the cartels who grow wealthy by trafficking deadly fentanyl and even human beings. Texans are paying an especially high price for your failure, sometimes with their very lives, as local leaders from your own party will tell you if given the chance. Let me read you a little bit more. All this is happening because you have violated your constitutional obligation to defend the states against invasion, against invasion, because that's what what it freaking is. uh against invasion through faithful execution of federal laws halfway through your presidency though i can finally welcome you to the border (laughs) (laughs) that's like kicking somebody between the legs and offering them a kiss i know that hurt let me give you a little kiss here that's okay little buddy welcome we're so glad you're here halfway through your first term in office and hopefully your only term in office Wow, you you blessed us with a visit. Thanks. You're not seeing anything. You're look, and, and Trey's right about this. We talked about this in where and Ryman. This is the road to amnesty. First off, he's got it. He can't keep going on with being asked if he's gone to the border, and it's it's really hurting him. So he had to go, and he went to the uh, the cross the checkpoint crossover point, the main the primary uh, crossing point. What do they call that? Uh, i I'm not even sure I can't remember what the name of it is, but the the primary crossing point where most people go uh, where of course, there's no nonsense going on. It's being handled by ice. so he's not seeing he's not seeing the people rolled up, you know, in their quilts in the streets surrounded by garbage in El Paso. So this is about what I mean, we and i want I want to get into the political aspect of this because Riccardi was saying something really interesting last week which I, I've thought for a while. Um, it, it, this is about eventually, well, now they're talking about this business of having sponsors and, well, got to have a sponsor to get here, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, the dealio is you just want to blanket give them all amnesty. And from the president's point of view or the people who are actually running the country's point of view and from the Democratic Party's point of view... If you do that, then they're all going to vote Democrat forever, right? Uh, well, let's talk about because I think that's at play. That's really what's going down. Well, you you, you want to do a couple of things. You want to destroy taxes because they hate taxes, and you want to change the political dynamic of this country by importing millions of people who 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 you believe will vote the way you want them to believe because at the end of the day the the human wreckage doesn't matter what matters is the consolidation of power and that's what that it, it, in my opinion it's really that freaking cheap everything that's happening fentanyl the trafficking the cartel violence all this stuff is being allowed to happen and maybe you could make the argument that our own government is complicit with the cartels i would argue that point but it's all about politics baby politics power and money it's the same old usual crap And the uh, the death and horror that comes along with that, well, you know, that's just the way life goes when you're building a new country. When you're trying to fundamentally change America. Some people got to die. Uh, so, yeah, this was largely a pointless visit by the president. Uh, the, the media are, of course, gushing uh, over this visit. But uh, uh, this was about providing him a way to say he's now been to the border, so sit down and shut up. 210-599-5585. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA.
0: San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: Yeah, man, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. It's Sean. It's Monday. Hi. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, It's Available for you at KTSA.com. Of course, if you're listening to me predominantly on the podcast, you're you're hearing me say this on the podcast, which is completely meaningless to you because you're already listening to the podcast. But here I am talking about the podcast and uh, getting a lot of uh, uh, folks who are listening, so appreciate it. Um, KTSA.com. Um well, let, let, you know, let, let's look at this border thing from from, from uh, this perspective, from the political perspective because uh, and I, we've all been saying it for a long time. Ricardy had some interesting thoughts on the, the politics of the people who are coming here the other day, which I wanted to address because I brought this up too on, on a number of occasions that the idea of you bring all these people into this country and uh, you let them know who got them there, you let them know who gave them all the free crap, and uh, the the idea uh, is that, well, if you give them amnesty and the power to vote because of all this cool stuff you did for them, all the free crap you gave them and the opportunity to get here and all that, that they'll magically vote for your side all the time. And, and the idea is very cynical and but frankly it's rooted in the reality of our own welfare state right where yeah you've had generations of folks from certain communities who have voted democrat over and over and over again and arguably one of the reasons some people do is because of all the free crap they get this is the vicious cycle that we talk about in in uh, in our inner cities and in democrat run municipalities where you have generation after generation of people who continue to live in poverty and awfulness in these crummy neighborhoods because they they, they continue to accept the free crap from the government and nothing ever improves. It's led to the breakdown of the families in, in many of these neighborhoods and many of these places throughout the country. The economy in many of these neighborhoods sucks because nobody bothers, nobody tries to open up their own business. The public education system isn't concerned anymore. It hasn't been for for a long time with graduating people who are functionally literate. So the schools, uh, because they want to keep their federal dollars uh, rocking and rolling, uh, keep telling people in these schools, well, you're so oppressed. It's not your fault. You can't do anything about it. And because that's worked to a greater or lesser extent, at least it did until, well, frankly, Trump came along. Uh they they're extending that idea to all these people who are coming across the border. Well, certainly once they get here and they're able to vote, they'll want to vote Democrat. And I've been saying for a while, well, why did why did the why did Hispanics why did African Americans, but why also mostly did Hispanics start peeling off from the Democratic Party in the era of Trump? Why was that and I've been saying, well, you know, I think partially the reason is when you're dealing with with a lot of Hispanics in this country, and I know because I'm married to one, these are, these are people who grew up in the Catholic Church. These are, in many ways, when it comes to the family, are very conservative. And Trump uh, is talking to them, and Trump is talking to African Americans, and Trump is saying, what do you need in your neighborhood? Let's make it happen. Let's... Let's strip away some of these regs so there's more jobs available in your neighborhood. And uh, and, uh, and folks started, if you will, waking up to how they've been used by the Democratic Party for several generations now, right? And so they get... So they're coming either... If they're coming across the border, they're coming either from what? They're coming from a a country that oppresses them. Right? Or they're coming from uh, a deeply conservative catholic background so you're you're going to come in here and all of a sudden you're going to keep voting democrat despite how anti all of that the democrat agenda is right now and jack brought up he had a guy call him who uh spends a lot of time with folks who just got here who are here illegally but they're working here and he says a lot of them are conservative. A lot of them get here, and the last thing they want is a whole bunch of people taking in, coming in and taking their job. And so they come, come here, and they actually maintain a lot of their conservative values. And so, in other words, maybe it's not a good assumption that they're all going to vote Democrat once you give them the ability to vote. But I think I think from the from the in the political bias from the Democrat standpoint, that's what it's all about. There's no other explanation. It, don't tell me it's because of our American values and and <laughs> <laughs> we're rescuing people from oppression. Bull crap. He didn't give a crap about the people in Afghanistan suffering oppression. He'll give a crap about all kinds of people around the world who are suffering oppression. People are suffering oppression in China, left and right, but it doesn't matter. It's China. We make too much money off of them. Now, it's always about politics and maintaining power. But the, the the weakness, and this is my opinion. Opinion. You can call me up and let me know what you're thinking. the The weakness of the Democratic Party right now is, in a sense. They continue to ride on the same assumptions they have for a long time, and maybe some of those assumptions have worked for them, but there's also a a, a sense of racism and, and, frankly, an inherent insult to the idea that if we just throw a lot of free crap at you, you'll vote for us constantly, and you'll always vote for us, and you'll never question that vote. You people coming into this country are going to be just as stupid and lazy as these people we have voting for us now. And that may or may not be true. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. Um, Anywhere, anywhere, anytime. anytime.
0: anytime. And
2: it's just wherever you need it. You can just go online and get
0: it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: Yeah, we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. And Sean, hi. It's my show. You like my little show? And phone lines are open 210-599-5555. Hoping that James and Don both had a a, a, a wonderful weekend. An exciting weekend.
2: Yeah. Me and Bob Webster.
1: You and Bob Webster.
2: Yeah, we rocking it. Martin <laughs> Bomba. Oh, and Jim's back in studio.
1: Jim's back in studio. After cool.
2: his seven months after his stroke. So oh, that very was good. that was very, very cool to see him. That is cool. Inspirational.
1: Um very cool. Uh my weekend was sad. I'm gonna be honest with you. My my wife is is going through some I do I don't know, I I was gonna open this up to the audience. But when the holidays are over, uh, you know, do you get bummed out? Is he going like a bummer? You know, I mean, I'm, just, I'm asking you, but I mean, in general for folks, you know, because my wife is on, she, when she, she, it is so sad watching her take down her, her holiday do- decorations. It is the most sad and
2: pathetic. Do you play a lot of Enya music? Or... I sing it. I should. I hum it.
1: Because I, she's just so sad taking everything down. Got to wait another year, Mr. Sean. And there's no Hallmark Christmas movies on anymore. So she's just been on a bummer all weekend.
2: There is no on-demand Hallmark Christmas. There is, so but she it costs
1: cost six bucks a month. And uh,
2: well, she can taper off, you know,
1: taper off like 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 a Vicodin or yeah. a, like a like a like a drug addiction. Going to yeah. taper her off.
2: Give her one a day. And then well, let her well, watch like two a
1: day, <laughs> and then the next week you're sh- showing one and a half, and then the third week maybe just one Christmas movie a day. <laughs> I sound like she's a drug addict.
2: I'm just throwing <laughs> ideas out there. I feel bad for Syria. <laughs> she does. She gets so
1: bummed out when it's over, and I I feel for her. And I keep saying, but see, we got the trifecta coming up. See, this, this is, I orchestrated this on purpose because I wanted to, 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 no, I'm kidding. This just happened. But in February, we have Valentine's Day. Okay. Uh, we have her birthday, which is two days before Valentine's Day. All right, and we have uh, our anniversary.
2: Okay, so so
1: it's like you, you got you got the trifecta coming. Well, every year <laughs> <laughs> it stresses me out because I got three different gigs I got to really show up for. So I'm like, baby, baby, you got the trifecta coming up. It's your birthday. It's Valentine's Day. It's our damn. It's our wedding anniversary. And at that point, she kind of goes. Yeah, (laughs) eight years. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we've been together 10 years. Yeah, I I know. That's great. (laughs) So, you know, she was just, you know, kind of bummed out. So I was trying to, you know... Yuck it up a bit with her and make her laugh here and there.
2: Dance, monkey.
1: Dance, monkey. So that was our weekend. So if, you, if you're on a bummer because Christmas is over, uh, give us a call, 210 599 Some people are relieved, you know, because it's such a hassle or it's so much to do. To do. I took down my Christmas wreath. Is that all you do? It. Put up a <laughs> I took one wreath. Single, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Must be nice. Let's see. Don's going to be working on it. He works on it half a year <laughs> trying to get all the Christmas crap taken we, down. We in have a way.
3: storage unit.
1: Yeah, a separate structure, a separate structure on their property. No,
3: it's not even on our property. It's one of those storage units you have to rent. You rent a storage unit for your Christmas stuff. It's the size of a barn. Oh my god! Put Christmas decorations. Wow! Right. And then (laughs) I thought I was done. I thought I was done. I brought the last in, and then I, you know, I'm told. Well, in the spare bedroom, there are, are several boxes of uh, Christmas decorations, and I'm like, "Where did those come from?" And she said, "I bought
1: those on clearance. They're new, so those are new." We have to they get don't. another unit. Yeah. <laughs> Does George get all bummed out like my wife when when Christmas is over? Like, yeah, she enjoys the holidays. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, and it, and they put so much effort into right. making things look nice and stuff, yeah. and it's you know, well, but I don't fault them is. for that. That's you don't. No, I don't either. To them. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make everybody sad.
2: So, so Don pays for a storage unit year which round. Is, which Shh. is the storage unit is wow. actually bigger
3: than my first apartment. I'm not lying. And, oh my
1: God! Yeah. Elves could live in there and They're be perfectly happy.
2: Yeah. And Sean won't pony up six ninety nine a month for Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, are you kidding me? That's all it cost. I, I don't have anything to do with the money. If she wants <laughs> yeah, to right. do
1: it, she's the one who's the skinflint. She's the one saying, "Oh, I don't know if we can afford five 99 What do you mean? Can't afford five bucks a month? to bring you christmas joy whenever you want it but see it's different though and i'll tell you what. Well,
3: maybe one fewer trip to a, you know the convenience store every day and you could
1: i'm banned from the convenience one. store i'm eating nothing but ice chips for the next month so i can't go anywhere near ai can't i can't go anywhere near a, a convenience store for the next month until this hernia operation but point being in that she says she's considered getting the hallmark christmas channel on demand thing mm-hmm. but see what she likes about that certain time of year is she doesn't have to look it up she can just turn on the tv whenever she wants to and there's a christmas movie on right it's It's different it's like a random
2: movie it's different i'm not touching that it's
1: not like you know it's one thing if you can just have them whenever you want them don Mm. just like if you could just command santa claus to visit your house you know anytime you wanted like in freaking march okay when it's christmas season the christmas movies are on all the time Don. Right, and you never know which one it's going to be. Yeah, could you guys pull it together? You think you could solve a problem like this with just five ninety nine a month? I'm just holy crap,
2: throwing money at the problem.
1: Here's uh, here's Ricky. Ricky,
2: <laughs> throwing money,
1: at the just problem. throwing it. it's just like a Democrat <laughs> throwing money at the problem, Sorry. <laughs> thinking something's going to change. Yeah. Ricky, you didn't lose hey, that good number, morning, fellas. Hey, no
4: sir, West Texas trucker here.
1: How you doing, buddy?
4: Hey, I'm doing great, man. Happy New Year to both of you. Great show. Thank you. I just want to, I just want to say, I really don't feel bad for anybody in uh, El Paso. They had a time at the midterms to elect the Republican Congress, but instead they went with that Veronica Escobar. That's mm. the lady with the double, the double lane nose. And, <laughs> Jeez. And, and they, they, they could have changed it. Same thing with the mayor. They could have changed it. They're they're still the same. Same thing with that Myra Flores who didn't get re- reelected in, in South Texas. They voted for a Democrat. Right. Why am I going to feel sorry for them? The only time it's going to affect these people is when it affects them personally with a family member. God hope it never happens that if something bad does happen to one of their then they don't care about it.
1: Well, I appreciate the call, man. Uh, certainly, politically, it didn't go the way they expected it to down there. Uh, but I, I think Abbott handled. it. I think Abbott did the only thing he could really do, which was uh, uh, put his thoughts to, to, directly into a letter and hand it to him on camera, because this visit was meaning. Whatever you think about the politics of El Paso, this this visit by the president was was so meaningless it bordered on on being insulting. Actually, it was kind of freaking insulting. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555.
0: The latest news, traffic, and weather are minutes away at the top of the hour. As you will learn next, that is what's happening. On News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA,
1: FM 1071. And today in the House, of course, they'll be voting on some of these rules that they... uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy agreed to on Friday night to uh, secure his place as the uh as the speaker of the house the new speaker of the house boy that was some exciting tv watching wasn't it hey <laughs> although we ended up watching it my wife and i were uh, just kind of hanging out at the house and watching the coverage and we thought like a lot of people did they they had a vote to uh adjourn uh, early in the evening and, uh, uh, you know, put it off till Monday. And, of course, that vote failed. And finally, uh, after 15 votes, he, he got in. Uh, I, I, You know what? I, I checked out at that point. I didn't listen to the speeches. I wasn't interested. Uh, a lot of melodrama. There's some melodrama there with Mike Rogers out of Alabama. Uh, they, they look... I mean, he was going to go talk to Matt Gates, and they restrained him. They first off, they didn't put nobody put their hand over his mouth. I keep hearing that. I saw it, it was close to his mouth. It looked they, they it yeah, looked different, but they put it on. They they grabbed him by his shoulders. <laughs> it's silly. What was the guy going to do? You know what I mean? Get into a fist fight with Matt Gates?
2: Well, who was the guy that pulled him away from Gates? I,
1: I don't know. I don't even know who the hell that guy is. They have a bouncer now on the hill. <laughs> Not a bad idea. I mean, it is supposed to be feisty, and we talked about this all last week. This is for people who, maybe younger people especially, they got a lesson in civics here. I mean, I you know this is this is the house is supposed to be cantankerous like this. Uh, you're, yeah, and thank God the Chip Roy and the and Boebert and the Freedom Caucus and all those folks who took a stand, and I, yeah, that's great. Okay, uh, but you know. Mike, what was Mike Rogers going to do? Seriously, was he going to get into a fist fight with Matt Gaetz? That's what, th- that was a little silly. I mean, whenever American politicians are involved, you, you always will have a little bit of showboating going on. A little bit of showboating. But ultimately, uh, final uh, summation, if you will, on, on how this thing went. Well, yeah, it's, that's, that's how it works. Optically, it it gave the uh, the Democrats a lot to say as far as the disunity and the chaos of the Republican Party. But they're going to say that no matter what, <laughs> pretty much no matter what the Republicans do, they're gonna they 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 have a media that is openly hostile to any and all things conservative. So no matter how they handled this McCarthy thing, it was going to get bad press. Uh, but beyond that, uh, yeah, status quo, you know, they, they, they dug their heels in, they were a little, uh, at first. There was not a lot of organization to that movement. Uh, and then they pulled it together. And of course we have the outcome we did on Friday night. So cool. All right. Well, now we proceed. Now we proceed to see how they're going to screw up our life. And if they're going to abide by these concessions, uh, people keep talking about the uh this business of one person can call for a vote to oust the Speaker of the House. It's great. I wasn't aware of this history until last week, but Pelosi uh this rule had been in place for a long time until Pelosi got her big butt into the uh speaker's chair then she got rid of that rule and now it's back. it's good i mean i i'm I'm more concerned about the the way you you spend our money and are supposed to come up with a budget every year, and no more of this dropping, you know, fourteen hundred pages uh, on a bunch of legislators, and, and they got to vote on it within hours, and aren't able to read it. I mean, a lot of that stuff. I hope that holds true. I hope it can. I, I it's a it's a great start. So we'll see what happens next, because the swamp is thick and murky. And and certainly uh McCarthy uh is a, a bit of a swamp dweller. So I, I, I do if we learned anything else, it was also last week we kinda learned where everybody is when it comes to the Freedom Caucus and the status quo and the swamp. Fox News was squarely on the side of Kevin McCarthy the whole week. Fox News was very obviously squarely, and in regards to Sean Hannity, I do mean square. Okay, squarely on the side of, hey, this is KIA, you shouldn't be doing this, and hey, McCarthy's a guy, and hey, get it together and get in line. And what you saw last week with the coverage from Fox News is the idea that, well, there's a couple of swamp tentacles that have found their way into Fox News. And, and got somebody by the meh, by the woohoos. Did I just say "woohoos? I did. Woo <laughs> So it's all done. Now we'll see what happens next with the vote today on these concessions. It's Sean on News Talk 550, KTSA.
0: Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after
1: 10 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. So let's talk about this guy in Houston. Um, This was Thursday night at a taco joint in in Houston. Uh, We've all seen a video at this point, probably the security video. Uh, Around 1130, he had a guy uh, come into the Ranchito Taqueria. I'm never sure if I'm saying it correctly. Taquerier. And uh, has a gun. He's wearing a mask. And he starts robbing people. He says, give me your wallets. And he starts collecting wallets and stuff from people. And as the guy, you can see this in the video, goes to leave, one of the patrons, an older dude, pulls out a piece and shoots at the guy. Guy goes down on the floor. Dude is is still shooting at him as he as he's on the floor. Walks to up to him, gets the gun out of his hand and pulls off one more shot to his head. I think uh, allegedly. And then realizes the gun. Well, we're told realizes the gun was not a real gun. It was a BB gun or some kind of. It was not a. It was not a real gun. And he flings the gun against the wall and then leaves. And nobody knows who he is. Uh, We're hearing now, as of this morning, well, as of last night, that uh, he has a lawyer now. And the lawyer is, he's not under any charges. They just want to talk to him. Uh, But uh, his lawyer is now talking to authorities and saying uh, he's ready to come forward and talk. And, uh, I, you know, I, 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 he fired nine shots. I, I, I'm just going to ask you, you know, what you think. Um, do you think it was justified? Do you think, uh, nine shots, uh, was justified to take this guy down? Are you cool with the fact that he kept shooting him as he approached him, even after he was on the ground? Because the dude's dead. And then the, uh, the, the, final shot before he left. Um, well, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, th- this is my take on it. Uh, I'm cool with it. Uh, <laughs> I'm fine with it. You know, I, if you don't want to get shot in, in in a taco place in Texas, and probably you shouldn't whip out a gun and start robbing people. The, the crime, yeah, I, I looked at this video, and here's what I saw. and Maybe you saw the same thing. Again, I don't know. This is just me looking at the video. I saw a guy who was fed up with the amount of violence on the streets in this country. I saw a guy... Now, I'm not saying he didn't do the right thing. I'm not saying he did... I'm not saying I can look within his soul and see what psychologically was going on. My initial thought when I saw the video is, that dude's had enough. And this is one taco place in Houston he's not going to rob. And he put him down. And, And again, if you... I don't care if you got a rubber band gun. If you if you go into any you go into a place in Texas, start waving a gun around, bad things may happen to you. And I just I hope, and I I I know you know why the guy took off. I mean I'm 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 hoping first off his gun is legal. I'm I'm going to assume that it is. Unless he's got, he doesn't have a legal gun, and that's why he got the hell out of there. I think he just shot and killed a guy and freaked out, and didn't, and just got the hell out of there. And I think he's lawyered up now. And they're probably telling him you don't have anything to worry about, but you need to talk to authorities. You need to come forward. And I want to get what you uh, get your thoughts on this 210-599-5555. Because, look, I, 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 the fact of the matter is, and it's it's National Law Enforcement Appreciation Day, and, man, I appreciate law enforcement, my brother-in-law's law enforcement. Uh, I have a great deal of respect for the badge and for the blue. I always have. Uh, the problem with law enforcement in the country right now is political forces. Have really kind of damaged their efficacy in certain situations and placed really a big fat target on the backs of most law enforcement. A lot of people are getting out of law enforcement as a result of this stuff. On the streets, there's no hesitation anymore. Uh, it would it would seem between criminals and law enforcement, they'll they'll shoot at a cop or take a machete to a cop or walk up to a cop's car and just start shooting without uh, a hesitation in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Houston's pretty bad as far as the violence and the crime. And this guy was like, you know what? No, not today. What do you think? Here's Ray. Ray, how you doing? Hey, good. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, the shooting, in my opinion,
4: was, was justifiable, sir. And uh, it's just like I was trained. You, you keep on shooting till you see the reaction you're looking for, because it's not Hollywood. And uh, regardless whether it was a uh, bb gun or a plastic gun uh hopefully this sets an example for other would-be robbers you know and thieves right. out
1: there you just don't go you just don't 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 go and do that you know don't you don't do know it. what yeah because uh look yeah and you're right it's the like there was a guy new- in in uh, on the east coast uh where i can't remember where this was was it new jersey I, i'm trying to think now uh where it was a kid in the mall in the in the food court in the mall and remember, he came yes. out, and the guy, the young man who, who ended up taking him out, did kind of the same thing where he was telling everybody to run towards him, and he's walking towards the guy, and he did, he just kept firing because yes, he didn't know yes, when the guy – so what I saw with this guy is he went down, he still had the gun in his hand, and you're right, it's not a movie. The guy could just lift the hand up and start firing some more. So, yeah. There's, I, there's, I, no, I, way,
4: there's no way the victim's – know whether it's a real gun or not they're being victimized period you know and it's it's an armed robbery no matter how you look at it i mean that that's how i would see it. now i mean if If there's going to be an issue what's that yes
1: he left the scene that's the only thing he did wrong he left the scene now if there is going to be an issue as far as his activities would it be that once he realized it was a fake gun and got angry and threw it against the wall and shot the guy one more time maybe that final shot they could say something about because that's,
4: that's what I'm concerned about. That's, that's what I'm concerned about. The
1: only thing I'm yeah. seeing that could be a, a a hitching point in this. Hey, man, I appreciate the call.
4: Thank you, sir. Keep up the good work, Bob. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Gary. Gary, how are you doing? Good morning,
4: Sean. Hey, going,
1: pretty good, man. What are you thinking?
5: Uh, if you're going to brandish a weapon, especially in the state of Texas, <laughs> be prepared to have your ass shot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Right, you know it, it, and 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 just like your previous caller said, I've been taught, I've taught my children, and I've taught my wife. You pull the trigger until it goes click. Right, and if that's nine shots, fifteen shots, three shots, whatever. But you know, this guy didn't know whether that sure. was a real weapon or not. It was a weapon.
1: And you, I wonder why he or, left. Do you think he left because he realized it wasn't a real gun? And maybe he was concerned about that, or...
5: Potentially, I mean, who knows what goes through your mind. I mean, it's a a highly stressful situation. Sure, I can't imagine. Uh, And then, you know, potentially, and this is just me thinking out loud, potentially the stress got to him. He was pissed off about, you know, he killed someone and it wasn't a real weapon. But at the same time, you know... If there was a final shot to his head after he knew it wasn't a real weapon, maybe they have something, but I believe the circumstances are going to be justified. I
1: agree. I agree, man. Gary, thanks for the call, man. What's that?
2: Well, okay, it's going to be up to the DA about excessive forces. Right. The uh, prosecution will go after his excessive force. He had already been taken down, but the homeboy... Went and finished his coffee before he left and stepped oh, over. Oh God, the, that's right. And stepped over the dude. So he's not He's not freaking. No. Oh, I he, forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he finished his coffee. He finished his coffee. Waved man. to like the staff, stepped over the dead dude, and exited.
1: Wow. I forgot about that part of the story.
2: Yeah, he's hard. He he was not. Oh, my God. Oh, right. my God. He
1: wasn't freaking out. No,
2: no. When you finish your coffee, you want to like the rest of your breakfast.
1: It was like Walter and the Lebowski, right?
2: I'm finishing my coffee. I'm going to sit here and finish
1: my coffee. Yeah, I just killed a dude. Yeah, that's right. Walter, you just shot it. I'm finishing my coffee.
2: <laughs> Basically, didn't get a refill. And then yeah, get a refill. And then you're going to get the community, probably his relatives, saying... You didn't have to shoot him. Why did you shoot him?
1: I, I worry, but, well... You every know time, they do well, that. But every time, yeah, you're right. But every time you get to a DA, the DA level, at this point, I'm always worried also about who the DA is. And what's their... Who, who's paying their tab? Because if you get, like, a real anti-gun, George Soros, Soros-y kind of DA...
2: Yeah, does Soros know his number? You know, well, know what
1: he I mean? does now, probably. <laughs> then, uh, you know... So we'll we'll see, man. Let's take one more call. It's
2: Christina. How you doing?
5: Hi. Good morning. Hey. Uh, I I agree with the other two callers, but then you threw a curveball at me about drinking the coffee. I forgot about that. And, uh, yeah. That. I mean, to be honest, do we really want that thug in society and want to pay for him behind bars?
1: Well, the guy he shot, the guy him? he shot dead.
5: Yeah. I mean, I agree with the customer that shot him because the guy was a thug, you know? We don't we we're paying for enough people behind bars, so I think the customer should get self-defense and be able to walk the streets, to be honest with you.
1: Well, I don't think he's going to be charged with any, with anything. Maybe they'll charge him with something again like for leaving the scene. I think, it, you know, but uh, again i don't know i appreciate the call other you know weird it stranger things have happened once it gets to you know the courthouse so i i will see uh christina i appreciate the call I just gotta take a break here 210 599 599 5555 it's sean on news talk 550 ktsa hey this is scott Robbins, and you're listening to news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 stay connected yeah. Yeah, man, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. It's my dumb little show. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Look, it's, it's all going to be cool. I know things really suck right now in many regards, uh, and, and you, you, you wake up every day thinking, what the hell's going on with this country? But it's okay because the Mars Company now has chick M&Ms, m ms devoted to women. m supporting women, flipping the status quo. You know, as Trey mentioned earlier, very often, uh, you know, when you do this for a living and understand, radio people, uh, more often than not, are some of the most dysfunctional human beings you'd ever want to meet in your life. But people call us all the time, and they you like, well, what do we do about this? What do we do? Well, here's something you can do if you care about women. Eat more m ms Again, the Mars, can- the Mars Candy Company is, uh, for a limited time only, our... our Putting out M Ms packages again, their language supporting women, flipping the status quo. They uh, these these particular packages of M Ms will only have the female M Ms, which are the brown, the purple, and the green. They even put out an official statement. In addition to featuring the three female M Ms on the wrappers. Each package in this limited run will only include the corresponding green, brown and purple candy coated chocolates. <laughs> and if you buy a freaking pack of M&Ms, they'll they'll they send a certain percentage uh of uh, of what you pay to uh I I I guess uh, some organizations that are helping women you know do stuff when men aren't pretending to be women. Let's see, uh, the Female Founder Collective. Oh, and I I couldn't think of the actress who has her own little foundation. Gina Davis. Remember her? Of course you don't. Gina Davis Institute on Gender in Media. So if you buy the chick M&Ms, some of that money will go to Gina Davis and her Institute on Gender in Media, which obviously lifts women up every single day. I gotta, you know, let me just ask you guys a question here. If you close your eyes and you eat some M and M's, can you freaking tell the female ones from the male ones? Can you? What about the M and M's in transition? What about the gender queer M and M's? Do they get their own special packaging? What about the non-binary gender fluid queer? But only on Thursdays, do they? Do they get an M M&M? and M? It's 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 freaking candy, man. It's freaking candy. And the little characters that we see on TV are not real people. They not only are gender, they don't have a gender. They're they're pieces of freaking, okay, a Snickers bar cannot identify as an M&M. Can we at least say that? Can we at least agree that if you are a Reese's peanut butter cup, you can't, Merely identify as an M&M and and find your way into a pack of M&Ms, especially M&Ms that are devoted to women's causes. Well, I guess, no, but that's not true. If you are an M&M that identifies as a woman, you're actually a woman now, right? Aren't you actually a a female M&M if you identify as a female M&M, whether you're a female M&M or a male M&M? Don Morgan has yet to report on this. He's letting another one of these big stories he's letting slide by.
2: What is he short-timing for?
1: I don't know, man. We totally missed the M&M story. I'm just saying, if a Werther's original wants to be an M&M and said, I'm, I want to embrace the inner, my inner M&M, I've been an M&M my whole life. <laughs> but because of patriarchy and the prejudices of society, I have not been able to express my m and ness
2: And so I'm coming out behind this freaking candy, man. Poor women that are diabetic can't support the women because they can't eat the candy.
1: All right, M&Ms are feminist, fat people are racist, or people who, you know, I, I just can't keep up with it all. I, I I can't, I really can't keep, I can't keep up with what I'm supposed to be outraged over. You need a flow chart. I need a woke flow chart so I know what the <laughs> hell I'm supposed to be upset about today. Okay, I got, I, I am one month away from my hernia operation. I have not lost nearly enough weight. I told my I'm, I'm having lunch with a buddy today, and after that, I told my wife. I said I'm eating nothing but ice chips for the next few weeks till this operation. Does that make me a racist? Because I'm in, in, I'm I'm heading towards the thin. Didn't you see that video last week? Marky Van Camp and Robbins were talking about the fat chick who was going off, and how being fat is racist. Because when people think of fat people, they automatically think of fat black people. So people who want to be thin are inherently racist. Because they're not reacting to the fact that being fat is freaking unhealthy and will kill your ass. But that when you think... How insulting is that? When you think of fat people, you think of black people. And black people love their M&Ms. I'm kidding. I'm just... I'm so sick of it all, man. M&Ms. To further our mission of supporting women that are breaking barriers. (laughs) Just sell your freaking candy, man. It's freaking candy. No, if you know what, if I'm if I'm at the HEB and I'm there at the checkout line, I'm there with my wife, and I feel like grabbing some candy, man. I, I'm I'm really if 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 you have to express yourself politically through what freaking candy you buy, you're thinking way too much about politics. Way like people who will now go for the chick MMs are the very same people who support tampon machines in men's bathrooms. They're like the same people. You know what I mean? Look at me. I'm eating the chick. I'm eating the women's M&Ms because I care about women and the status quo. Look at me. I'm eating M&Ms. And look, they're only female M&Ms. You know, it's like, who cares? Just sit down and shut up, man unless you can close your eyes and tell me you taste a difference between a freaking female M&M and a male m M&M, m you're, you're out of your minds. yeah if you want to donate money to something just donate money to something you know what i mean just just cut somebody a check if you if you want to don't think that by because of the M&Ms you buy that that makes you a great human being you know what i mean that somehow you're a better human being than somebody who buys different kinds of candy uh, at, the, at the at the dollar tree there you know what I mean? I buy Chinese candy because I love Mexicans. There, how's that make you feel? I buy my wife Chemoy pickles because I love Mexicans.
2: <laughs> well, how am I supposed to know if you love Mexicans if you don't buy that stuff, Sean? That's the only way people know. How am I supposed to It's like, to be- I, don't, I have no idea how you feel about me unless you buy some white bread. I mean, I don't know.
1: Maybe you hate white people. I never see you eating white bread. No. You want to explain that to me? <laughs> Everything's on tortillas. You know, what's What's this anti-white thing you got going on there, man? You know, I'm just so sick of it, man. I'm just so sick of the politics of today. It's so insipid, man. Freaking M&M's. Possibly one of the most boring candies on plate. You know what I mean? It's just... They're little bits of chocolate. That's all it is—just little bits of stinking chocolate with can- with a, can- a little candy covering, melt in your mouth, yeah, not in your hands. Well, you can eat freaking chocolate. Any other kind of chocolate tastes like a freaking M M&M. and M. We eat M and Ms because they're freaking easy. Okay, that's it. That's the only reason why—a little <laughs> shot of chocolate, yeah, right? And yeah, they're colorful. And they're, but but nobody cares. You know, nobody cares what what's a female M M&M and M as opposed to what's a male M M&M. and M. I'm serious. I want to see some M&Ms. And tr- That'll be the next step. Next step, Mars is going to put out a tranny M&M a, a box. of. Tr- they're going to be transgendered MMs. and ms No, they are
3: MMs M&Ms that identify as WWs.
1: <laughs> WWs. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a non-binary non-binary. I'm neither a male nor a female uh, 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 M&M
3: m M&M and standing on my head. Therefore, I'm a WW. <laughs> I'm just so
2: sick of it, man. Well, I want Mexican M&Ms. M A M
3: and I'm going go kick him right in the knee. Excellent.
1: It, <laughs> no, that was the that was the line we were waiting for. Now we could take a break. It's Sean uh-huh. on News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> Anywhere, Anywhere
0: anytime. anytime. And
2: it's just wherever you need it. You can just go online and get it.
0: Get the Sean Ryman Show. Wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. talk
1: 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean High. 1040 on a Monday. First normal week we've had in a while. Full, full, full five days here. No more holidays. Um,. I want to talk about another uh, incident involving a gun. This one in Newport News, Virginia, and a six uh, six year old, a first grader. Uh, Friday afternoon, uh, got into it with his teacher, Abigail Zwerner, thirty years of age, and the six year old pulls out a gun and shoots her. Um, she uh, is in critical but stable condition, as of as of now, as I understand it and we're we're all talking about a 6-year-old kid uh having a gun um this is a Newport News I know new I my brother was lived in Virginia Beach for many many years he had been stationed in Norfolk so it, it, Newport News is right across the uh little bridge there from Virginia Beach and Norfolk uh it's it, Newport News as I remember it is kind of a rough kind of it's a little rougher on the edges where you get into uh, Virginia, Virginia Beach is very rough around the edges <laughs> at least it was you know uh when, when I was there uh several years back and and uh and, and Norfolk is a navy town obviously and uh, uh, you know Newport News is a little little edgy um i know a lot of folks are <clears throat> already uh going off on uh gun control we need to keep the guns out of the hands of kids this is a six-year-old. So my my initial thought was, okay, this is a mom and dad issue. Who's got weapons around the home that are not secured? In other words, I don't. You're you're not. <laughs> if if you're calling for more laws on the books, there's no law on the books that's going to allow for a six-year-old to have a weapon. Okay, they, they, or or in that matter, prevent a. It's a six-year-old man. They're booger eaters. Okay. This isn't an issue with gun law. Okay. Well, it, it rarely is. Yes, I mean it, 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 every time you have some gun violence it's got to be about uh, we need additional legislation, we need more laws, quote unquote common sense gun laws to keep the hands of weapons uh, of war out of 6-year-old the hands of 6-year-olds. Uh, again, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking uh, this was, uh, I mean, what well, we don't know yet. I'm sure we'll find out, uh, what the home life situation is of this six-year-old boy. But if a six-year-old's got a gun, it's because there are guns at home that are not secured. And if a, this is just what I'm thinking, if a six-year-old's got a gun, it's because there's multiple guns at home. And some of them are not secured because a six-year-old walked out of the house with a gun and apparently nobody in the household knew. Uh, it, it, now, Again, we don't know anything about who the kids' parents are or what the home life is. But I, I can't really think of another reason why a six-year-old would have a freaking gun. In other words, you're not going to... I don't think anybody's going to sell a six-year-old a gun. You know what I mean? I, I don't... I can't think about how in any way, shape, or form a freaking six-year-old would get their hands on a piece unless they got it from home. So that's just my initial thought. I could be completely wrong. Maybe he's already ganged up. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful the teacher's going to be all right. She was shot in the abdomen, which unfortunately, when you're dealing with a six-year-old, kind of makes sense, Yeah. Uh, this is at Rich Neck Elementary School again in Newport News, Virginia, and uh, we we hope and continue to pray that she's going to be all right. But the the expected and shrill call for additional gun laws in regards to a what is a very strange case. It's not often you see six year olds popping off a weapon. And again, I, just my thought, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, mommy and daddy got some unsecured weapons at home, and this is how it happens. So we'll see. 210-599-5555, 210 599 We also uh, had a, and I was going to ask him about this coming up, we had a drag race in town between a Tesla and a Corvette. First off, the drag racing thing is probably not a good idea. I know it's becoming uh, a popular thing here in town. We've been telling you about, you know, these weird cases over the past year or two where I guess people just get bored and uh, with the COVID thing and so they start doing donuts in the middle of the highway or they're having actual drag races. Never a good idea. But when you hear about a drag race between a Corvette and a Tesla, don't you kind of don't you kind of get a feeling as to what happened here? Do you know what I mean? This is a blanking contest of some kind. And, of course, the Corvette, I believe, as Don Morgan reported, lost control. The Tesla is nowhere to be found. No. no. He's working. I only know of one person, James, who owns a Tesla, and that's Don's wife. And I'm just saying, do we know where she was? What side
2: of town did this have take place?
1: I don't know. I'm not sure. i got to look it up again. I'm just sure. saying, do we know where his wife was? in the hours, you know, leading up to the drag, said drag race, and was she acting strange when she got home last night, you know, after, uh, I'm just saying the Tesla took off, and I only know one dude who has a Tesla.
2: Were her knuckles white.
1: I'm just, I, I just want to know, I'm just, I'm not saying that Don's wife was involved in a, in a drag race, I'm just saying, I just heard the Tesla thing, and going up against Corvette, and it, she's kind of a tough chick, you know, and I'm, I'm just saying, maybe she wanted to Show the person in the Corvette what for and and then took off. I'm just I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that Don's wonderful wife, who was a medical professional and a wonderful human being, mm-hmm. was drag racing a Corvette in town last night. I'm not saying it. I would never say that. I would never suggest that. How dare you for
2: even thinking that. I think it was Don.
1: I think it was Morgan. Yep. He's coming in to do a little extra work a little early. Dude for... in the Corvette, pulls up next to him and goes, Oh, yeah. I'll show you.
2: (laughs) you Oh, no, you didn't.
1: (laughs) What's wrong with you? Hey, I've been a Tesla. (laughs) I'm just saying. I only know one dude who's, I only know one family who's got a Tesla. It's Don in Georgia. That's all.
2: Well, the guy in the Corvette needs to learn how to drive better. I
1: guess, you know, or maybe the Corvette just bested him. I don't know.
2: I don't drive fast, okay?
1: I, I avoid these situations by not driving fast ever. Two one zero five. If you witnessed the drag race last night, was there a blonde driving the Tesla? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Don or, has or a, a bald man? Don has
2: a wig. What? No. <laughs> is
1: there a bald guy driving the Tesla? Or <laughs> let's take a break. Let me tell you about my friends at John Wayne Service Company. We talked to them last week. We had some hiccups with our AC system, which they had installed many years ago, and they came in just to make sure everything was fine. It is. Uh, Don Rackler runs the shop down there. He's a good guy, and he knows things are a little tight right now. So he's still offering you the John Wayne service call for all for only twenty nine bucks. That's right. You got to make sure your AC and heating, your plumbing, and or your electrical system are, are all doing their job going into the winter. Uh, so call him up. Twenty nine bucks for one service, two or all three. That is such a great deal. And uh, again, their techs—the people that come out to your house from John Wayne—are just the coolest people in the world. Uh, every single tech I have I have uh, been involved with since we bought the house from John Wayne has just been exemplary, uh, pro- provided exemplary service. Uh, and and uh, they all have great personalities, and they're just there to get your problem fixed. So if you want somebody to come on out and take a look at your AC and your heating, your plumbing, and your electrical. System. It's a twenty-nine dollars service call for all, for one service, two, or all three. It all begins with a phone call or a text to their web uh, to their phone number two one zero two ninety three sixty seven hundred, or look them up online at John Wayne Service
0: uh, John dot com. The Sean Reimer Show.
3: Good morning. As you get into your midday commute, we've got an overturned vehicle on FM twenty two fifty two at Evans Road, northeast side of town. Just cleared the accident finally. Highway 90 eastbound just passed South Samora Still working the wreck on Wwy near Rigsby. Looks like some road work on 37 northbound between Goliad over to Pecan Valley. Right lane and exit ramp closed. I'm Debbie Alcacer, KTSA. Time saver traffic.
5: For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique. But you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org.
0: Well family, this new year is off to a great start. Everybody, How are those New Year's resolutions? Dear, my resolution is to cut my damaged hair and just start over. Dad, my resolution is to take better care of my skin. It's so dry. ill. Pops, my New Year's
3: resolution is to work out at the gym. Go up and drink a gallon of bottled water every day.
0: My resolution is to take up skydiving. Mom, you're 96. Don't you make me get it. Family, my resolution is to replace all our appliances that have been destroyed over the years by hard water. Sounds like your family needs to start the New Year off with installing a Connecticut water. Water system and get a head start on all those resolutions. This guy's making sense. There's a reason why we say Kinetico is the last water softener you'll ever own. Call us at 656-PURE. I'll even let you try a Connecticut water system for free. We'll change your water, and it'll change your life.
5: The last water softener you'll ever own. sa.com.
6: Ever find yourself in a department store with a question, but you can't find anyone who actually works there, so you just wander? That's what it feels like when you call most banks. But at Frost, we have live customer service 24-7, so you can speak to a real human right when you call, every time you call. No phone tree, no bots. Just help from a real human when you need it. It's about being there for you. It's about more than money. Frost Bank. Ever find yourself in a department store with a question, but you can't find anyone who actually works there, so you just wander? That's what it feels like when you call most banks. But at Frost, we have live customer service 24-7, so you can speak to a real human right when you call, every time you call. No phone tree, no bots. Just help from a real human when you need it. It's about being there for you. It's about more than money. Frost Bank. The news that's hot. Connect residents to information. Stay tuned for updates. Minutes away
0: at the top on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Final few moments of the show. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, let's see, just a couple of pick-me-ups here. Trump uh, was putting out some statements talking about, uh, you know, once he's back in office. Hey, this was in regards to the president coming out to El Paso, that uh, uh, he would uh, in- bring the military in to combat the uh, the cartels. Uh, and for anyone uh, involved in human trafficking, it would be a mand- mandatory, I think, death sentence or life, life in prison, what have you. It's tough talk, and 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 when you talk about the cartels, that's pretty much what you'd have to do, you know, to combat that. Uh, uh, that's uh, that crowd because they're they've infected every layer of of life uh, in America, uh, in Mexico, and well, they're working on it here in America. We have military grade weaponry. There, there's lots of them, and it's kind of like Vietnam. You don't really know who's cartel and who's not. So it's tough talk from Trump, but I, I I believe that's what he would do if he got back into office. But we'll we'll see. Here's Adam. Adam, how are you? Sean,
4: I'm great. But uh, you know, I've been on a diet and I've lost like 63 pounds, and oh, I'm wow. feeling good. And yeah, well now I feel like a hateful, racist, uh, Mexican bigot. You know, uh, <laughs> I can't even look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> But uh, you know, uh, Sean, I'm quite about the arrest, the arrest of El uh, Chapo's son. You know, it's like arresting the leader of a a street gang. There's uh, nothing to stop the illegal activity, the murders. You have to arrest all the top leaders, but the cartels are are too strong. They have too much money. They can probably buy any weapon uh, the, you, know, you want. All this does right. is put more people at risk. They split her off. They go to war with each other. It creates uh, more cartels. You know, there's a lot of cartels and leaders in Mexico. I hope you know they didn't just do this, Sean, because you know, it's El Chapo's son and uh, crazy... Uncle well, I'm Jones sure they did. I'm Mexico. sure that's one of the
1: reasons why they did. I forgot about that, that they had, they picked him up. But, you know, I, again, it, it's... It, it, as far as securing the... Bo- you're never going to get rid of the cartels. I understand what Trump is saying. Where they are, I'll go get them, you know, and Jim Jordan. I, I think it was Jim Jordan who talked about drones and things like that. But you may be able to use the military and surgical strikes along the border to stop that but you're not going to stop the cartels uh they'll just do what they always do which is what reform uh the 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 cartels have in a sense been very good and i've read a lot of stuff going all the way back to the Colombian days that you know they evolve (laughs) they they evolve their business model on a routine basis you know uh which is again one of their strengths so
4: Yes. Hey, and uh, Sean, I'll take a classic uh, Corvette over a Tesla any day.
1: There you go, brother. All right, man. Adam, good to Thanks. talk to you, brother. <laughs> Bye. See, he's losing weight, too. See, that makes you a racist now. If you're moving towards thin, it means you hate black people. I heard that over the week. Well, I heard Mark V. Van Camp and Robbins talking about it, and I looked it up. That if you're if you're fat and you're trying to lose weight, it's because you hate black people because... Most people think of black people when they think of fat people. there's a chick on TikTok or something that actually said this. No, I'm actually uh yeah, I'm going out to lunch with my buddy Randy here in a little bit, and uh he insists that what we're getting is gonna be healthy. Uh I have a month to go before my hernia operation, and hopefully I'll only be out for like two or three days. But I gotta lose more weight, man. I just and I'm I'm just thinking I just I gotta after lunch today, I'm just gonna eat ice chips. I'm just because when I was in the hospital, and all I ate was ice chips. I lost weight. It's it's interesting. This is a, a proven scientific fact that if you don't eat, you will lose weight. I, I don't know if you've heard this. So I, it's just ice chips for me after lunch today, Don. That's it. Because I'm still I got I got a little ways to go over the next all few right. weeks.
3: Be like another fifteen or so.
1: If I could drop another ten, I'd be fine. Okay. Because I've already dropped about ten. All right. From when I got checked, are you are you moving at all? I I am move. I do move. My my wife. <laughs> no, is... I don't mean
3: just scratching your butt. I, mean, I haven't been walking. Well,
1: or? I'm supposed to be walking, but my wife's had back problems, so we haven't been walking. But of course, oh, wow. I could go out there by myself and walk. You need her to hold your hand. Come on. Well, I'm just saying. I you know.
3: Tell you what, I'll go by later, and you and I go for a walk. That <laughs> right.
1: I just I've got to lose ten more pounds in a few more weeks. I'll make you lose it by Friday. <laughs> oh, Friday. <laughs> what are you gonna do? He said that sounds like a yeah, surgery. Uh, it'd be fine. a surgery involved there. Yeah, you'll need one. So just <laughs> I. Oh God. Come on, move, boy, move. So just ice chips between now and 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 the operation. That that's healthy. That's that's a healthy way to lose weight. Is just, just to you, eat you, ice chips. You're not you
2: gonna. Go. No, you can't just do that.
1: Well, I'll lose weight.
2: You need to do the model diet.
1: What's the model diet? Model diet. Is that sticking my finger down my throat and barving up everything three, I eat? The three C's. What's the three C's?
2: Cigarettes, champagne, and cocaine. <laughs> so, I'm thinking.
1: It's the three things she told me not to do. Oh, right. man. Well, we why tried. don't you do cocaine? I haven't done that in decades. I'm
2: just saying. Okay, caffeine. <laughs> cigarettes, champagne, and caffeine. Three C's. Right. I can't have the champagne either. What
1: about just straight coffee? I can't have coffee? the cigarettes.
2: That's all I drink is this crap here. I drink coffee
1: all day long. That's why I'm so freaking hyper.
2: Would you like any female (laughs) M&M's?
1: How do you tell it's a a female M&M? When you bite into it, she goes, and you go, is this a female M&M? Well, you should know. (laughs) I like your tone. I don't like the way you're chewing. It sounds loud. Why are you being so ugly? (laughs) Is that a chewing tone? Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine. Thanks to Don. Thanks to Trey. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.